Welcome to the Contagious Victories podcast. Each week, we talk inspiration, explore possibilities, and share insights from creative perspectives. I'm Tori Blackman, and I'm here to remind you that your purpose in life is to celebrate the victories, because victories are contagious. To quote Benjamin Franklin, a good conscience is a continual Christmas. And to quote Dr. Seuss, Christmas will always be as long as we stand heart to heart and hand in hand. Follow Contagious Victories on Instagram for more fun quotes throughout your week. Welcome back to the Contagious Victories podcast, a show that boldly celebrates kind, creative spirits. Tori here, along with my Pekingese dog, Daisy, and the two of us are determined to bring you a show that makes you smile. It's early December at the time of this recording, and I am bubbling over with Christmas spirit. I am feeling super happy and bold and abundant, and I'm just, I'm, I'm having a superb day. So hopefully that will rub off on you. How are you doing? I was reading through comments on the Contagious Victories Facebook group community, and I noticed that there are some people out there who are struggling with burnout, and I'm here to help you with that. Like I said before, Daisy and I are here with tips. We are armed with confidence today on this episode of the Contagious Victories podcast. We have some little pointers for you on how to pull through that phase of burnout so that you can end 2021 in the best way possible. Then you can start 2022 with a bang, baby. So let's get to those tips. Before we dive into that, I want us to just open our hearts up, open ourselves, clear our mind. And the way that we do that here on the Contagious Victories podcast is with a quick meditation. And then we will talk burnout. Since I am feeling overwhelmed with Christmas cheer, I thought, why not make this meditation different than any other meditation we've ever done on the podcast before? Instead of closing your eyes and deepening your breath like we would normally do, I invite you to jump up, head over to the nearest mirror, lock eyes with your reflection, and repeat these affirmations after me. I allow the joy of this season to fill my heart. I welcome a prosperous new year. I show others that I care. I keep the faith and trust that all is well. I put love into all of my deeds. I am brave. I live out my best self today. I live out my best self every day. I welcome change with hope and optimism. I 
invite gratitude into my heart and rejoice. That wasn't the typical meditation that we usually have on the show. However, I am feeling refreshed and rejuvenated and ready to take on this new knowledge. How about you? That's what it's all about. Now let's talk about ways to push through burnout. According to the World Health Organization, occupational burnout is a syndrome resulting from chronic work-related stress with symptoms characterized by feelings of energy depletion or exhaustion, increased mental distance from one's job, or negative feelings towards your job, the workplace, and a heaping amount of reduced professional efficiency. Oof. We don't want that, especially if we are creative individuals who rely on feeling good, being in a relaxed environment. Not only that, but we as artists want to love the work that we do. That's that's really the biggest hang-up here, in my opinion, is when I feel burned out. It's not that I'm dragging. It's, I mean, that's a big part of it, but it's more or less, I don't like the work that I'm doing and it feels wrong and I can't do it. I can't keep doing a good job if it feels wrong. Do you relate with that in any way? The first thing you have to do if you are feeling that way is you got to sit down with yourself. You have to do some meditating, some journaling, or some prayer. You have to go inward for this one. That's the first thing I would recommend doing. And for me, I was feeling this way a few years ago um, when I was at the TV station and I'm not gonna, I, I try not to paint that time of my life as a bad time. It, it wasn't, I had a great time working at the TV station, but from my heart, if I'm being honest with myself and with you, I got burned out really quick because the fast paced environment, um, just kind of kept coming. It, it kept coming and coming and coming until 2020 and COVID happened and then I couldn't take it no more but you have to kind of take a look at yourself and say you know who am I as a person and do I fit in this puzzle so imagine a puzzle you know with all of the pieces put together and usually it makes a really beautiful photo or sometimes it tells like a story or it says a quote so let's say that you have a puzzle and this puzzle is a picture of a waterfall Maybe you found a loose puzzle piece somewhere else belonged to a puzzle that had flowers on it. Well, if you take a piece from the flower puzzle and try to put it in with the waterfall puzzle, not only does it not fit, but the color scheme, the daggum picture all together doesn't fit. So even if you did find a space that like the piece of the puzzle kind of worked, then the picture that it makes isn't whole. And it's not complete and it doesn't work. It does, it's not harmonious. What I'm getting to is you have to find a fit. And the first tip that I would give to push past burnout is to really sit down and ask yourself if what you're doing is working. And sometimes the answer is going to be no. I've been there. I've had my dream fulfilled. I always wanted to be on TV and I was on TV and it was working. It was working in the sense of I had a job. I was in a professional atmosphere. I was getting paid to do something that I loved and I was on TV. I mean, I got, I don't know if I said that one already, but like I got to live my dream and it was a really, really, really tough realization to realize that it wasn't working for me, that my dream had changed and that it was bigger than what I originally thought that it would be. So 
with all of that said, I do not regret anything. I feel like I overcame this. I pushed past burnout. But sometimes doing so doesn't look like what you think it does. Sit down and ask yourself some of these questions. Is what I'm doing serving God? Do I see myself in the same place three years from now? What about five years from now? How am I evolving this role that I'm in or how am I growing as a person in both my personal and my professional career? Because people want to hire people who strive to grow and they keep reaching for bigger things. And if you're in a position where you can't do that, then not only are you going to eventually reach a a ceiling, like a glass ceiling, so to, I mean, you know, to be very straightforward about it, not so to speak, but to be to be blunt about it, a glass ceiling, or are you um, are you taking up someone else's seat? Because for me, that that's kind of what it was. It wasn't so much of like, I felt like I couldn't take it any farther, but I wasn't growing as a person, I felt like, and I felt like I was sitting in someone else's seat. I felt like I didn't love what I originally loved about the job. I didn't love it the way that I originally did. So, um, I felt like I was sitting in someone else's seat and that someone could serve the company better. So with all of that said, yeah, just, I know that's a lot, but the first tip that I would give is to sit with yourself, journal on just some questions, ask God about it, pray. One thing that I read this past week in my little daily devotional, which is the Purpose Driven Life, one of the things I picked up was that God doesn't care about your career. He cares about your character. So whenever you are going through a situation or you feel like maybe you're being burned out or maybe you're being stretched or pulled or whatever, whenever you feel that way, one, you're growing. It's growing pains a lot of the time. Like that tug is there for a reason. So find out if it's a good tug or a bad tug. If it's a good tug, then you'll feel like you you can see the other side of it. If it's a bad tug, that means... That some of those questions that you asked earlier about the three, the five, the 10 years, you do not see yourself in there. So it's not a bad tug. It's just kind of like a painful tug of like, okay, I got to change. Like change is coming. Now what? And that's usually the scariest, most painful thing. But in my case, I made the leap. This year has been extremely tough and challenging. And at the same time, it has been the most rewarding year and the best year and I know I'm going to look back on this year in decades to come. And I'm going to look back and say, I'm so proud of her. Like I, that girl, that is who I'm proud of. So um, take it from me that sometimes the unknown is scary. And when you ask yourself, hey, am I burned out? Do I see these? Do I see myself here in 10 years? Do I see myself here in five years? Do I see myself here in three years? When, when you find out that those answers are no, just get excited. Get excited because... Change is coming. There is a silver lining, and that is we are not alone in our feelings of burnout. Viably partnered with influencer marketing pioneer and investor Ian Berkwith, to produce a researched report focused on influencer burnout. They surveyed 150 creators and they asked the participants to identify the sources of burnout, how often they post, and rate their overall satisfaction with platforms on a scale of 1 to 10. So what did they find out? Well, 
Research shows that 90% of creators have experienced burnout. 90%. That's not 50. That's not 75. That's nearly all of them. 71% of creators have considered quitting social media altogether. So I want to take a moment to interrupt my thought process really quick. I'm not telling you to quit. Just because the survey says that 71% of creators think about quitting doesn't mean that they all do. In fact, when I first decided that I was burnt out and that I needed a change, I didn't quit. I held on for, I think it was like two more years. And I got really, really nitty gritty on who I was, what I stood for, what I wanted. So yeah, you have to really go inward and know yourself. Otherwise, the next thing that comes along is just going to burn you out too. If you are in a position where you are feeling on the edge of burnt out and you are trying to power through, you can use burnout to your advantage. And that's what I did during those two years. Instead of feeling disconnected, I challenge you to look at this as an opportunity. You have an opportunity to connect with your audience and the people in your workplace and the people at your job in a way that you have never done so before. By opening up about what you're going through, you're giving others the gift of a good example. You're giving them the gift of something that worked out, blemishes and all. Let's recap. So first, we're going to do the gut check and find out if where we are is working. Are we in the wrong place? Are we in the wrong space? (laughs) Um, Are we in somebody else's chair? If the answer is yes, then we're going to change our life immediately in some way, shape, or form. We need a change. This burnout is telling us something. This pain point is here for a good reason, and that is to communicate to ourselves that it's not working. If the answer is no, and we feel like we're in the right place, but we just, we're not, something's not working and we need something to power through. Well, we can use our burnout to our advantage and we can open up to our friends, our colleagues, our fans, our followers, our peers, just the people in our life and let them know what we are going through. And by doing so, we are creating new content. We're creating something new, a new space, a new relationship. And by doing that, there is a change. Do you see where I'm going? There's a change in your life. So burnout does lead to change, whether it's a big change or a little change. The final tip that I have on how to power through burnout is to time batch your work. This goes for any kind of work that you might get burnout on. Creating content, writing captions, publishing articles and newsletters, anything. You can time batch it. And so what that means is compartmentalizing. It's structuring specific time slots for specific tasks. And the reason that this helps with burnout is because once it's done, it's done. You don't have to worry about it anymore. I have had tremendous success with this in recent times with social media posting. If you just knock them all out at once, then you don't have to worry about it for two weeks and you can come back and you can schedule two more weeks of content. So batching is a really hot phrase in the creative space, but it really can be applied to anything in your life. And it really will help with your burnout if the burnout is just on a specific task. That's just one more tip, a little bonus tip for you. I hope this episode has been helpful for you if you are dealing with burnout on the occupation level or in just the personal level. 
My intentions with this podcast are to motivate you to put your best self out there. Thank you so much for letting me catch up with you today. You can always reach me by emailing tori at toriblackman.com or by connecting on Instagram at contagiousvictories. My name is Victoria Blackman, and I hope you spread only love and victories this holiday season. Until next time. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of the Contagious Victories podcast. If the show inspired you to share your own victory story, I'm here to tell you the world deserves to hear it. Submit it to me online at toryblackman.com. Review and subscribe if that feels right. Telling a friend about the show helps Contagious Victories to grow. Plus, we all appreciate a little sunshine. I'm Tori B. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you soon.